Take my hand Take my little hand Walk with me And if you can Understand I didn't plan For this road I'm on But here I stand Hello, you're listening to the Sweet Baby O podcast. I'm Lynn Browder, and I have a son, Owen, who's 10 and has autism. And I started this podcast to share about our journey and a lot of my emotions. That tends to be what kind of shines through on this. But today and the last few days, it's been pretty incredible, uh, the journey that we've been on. Um Today, his teacher let me know that he really did an incredible thing. He rode the tricycle around the entire gym all on his own. And that's huge. That is incredibly huge. And I just, my emotions can stop right there. I'm like, that That just, it, it just made my day to hear that fact. That one little thing is huge. That, that one little thing is actually huge. He's had problems with his fine motor skills and his different abilities to kind of do tasks like that, to learn how to like do the pedals and uh, certain motions, even like walking and jumping and, and standing on one leg or, or jumping forward. All of those have been milestones that are still in the progress, still in the progress zone, uh, but have made great strides. And he can do some of them, and, and some of them we're still working on. But to hear that he rode his tricycle at school, the tricycle at school, all by himself, that just that just made my day. Oh. Through the years, he's started to make um, more connections to things, and he he talks a lot about riding a bicycle, riding a bicycle, and we've used different ones uh, over the years, different types of bicycles, tricycles, uh, other types of equipment like that 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 does that same type of motion, um, trying to get him to understand, you know, how to move forward, and so. Feeling these emotions today, it's years in the making. Those are years in the making. And it's just incredible to know that he's come this far and we're at that moment in time. So the the last week, it feels like he's made huge strides in, in so many ways. And he's a lot calmer. Um, we've been working on some supplements. We've uh, started doing some different type of breathing exercises and just trying to find ways to calm him that work for him. Because some of the things that I was trying, um, he does pretty well with like the breathing techniques that I've shared with him before, but it's not always on his own. I have to initiate it or somebody else has to initiate it. 
So I'm trying to find one style or one type of exercise or, or something that will be something that he actually initiates when he understands that he's going through a rough time or, or he's having um, something that's going to cause him to have a meltdown. He's been able to kind of work through those things in the past uh, and trying to find that center ground for him. But what worked for him when he was, you know, a few years ago is not necessarily the same for him now. And I, I noticed that with a lot of the, the different exercises we work on and the different types of um, sessions and, and just everything. It's a, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And we have to kind of tweak it and, and work through, just like mama, we have to work through all of those moments and, and breathe. So hopefully we'll get kind of on the the right track with with some of those for him to be able to do these um, controlling these emotions and moments in time for him. Well, this Sunday, this past Sunday, we had a absolutely fabulous experience by being able to go to our church's trunk or treat. Hmm. Now, this has a lot of emotions. He has started connecting with wearing a costume and what the holidays are. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man is his new, um, one of his new loves. Uh, he was Spider-Man for Halloween, and he pretty much would dress up as Spider-Man every single day. So he easily wanted to put his Spider-Man costume on and they had a school party on Friday um, and he did really well with that. His teacher said he did really well uh, and wore his costume then. And he actually wanted to wear his costume on Saturday to grandma's house. And I let him wear it to, you know, to her house. And he wore it all day and he was happy to have that on. And then uh, we went to church on Sunday morning. And we've been talking about this for weeks. There's some things that I need to prepare him for. There's some things I feel like I shouldn't prepare him for and should just kind of spring it on him because of the reactions that he may have uh, if I don't just say, this is what's happening today. And then there's sometimes where I don't tell him something because I know he'll fixate on it and it will keep him up at night and he will just focus on when that next moment is. This is where I overthink and overthink and overthink and overthink again because some of these things don't necessarily need him not to know, but I choose not to tell him because of how much he'll think about it. Instead, I'm the one that constantly thinks about it because I think, well, maybe I should be telling him. So it's kind of like this circle. Um, if it's not him that's thinking about it and, and continuing to think about it, it's me that's continuing to think about it because I'm not sure if I am uh, should be telling him something that we're doing. Um, but 
I prepared him for this trunk or treat because I really thought if we could get there, he may not necessarily like the, you know, going to each of the cars and, and um, the crowds. He's not a big fan of the crowds, but I knew he would want to see his people his friends, his people that he goes to church to see. He knew that one of the guys that um, uh, helps out in um, his room would walk around with him. And they have a nice little playground as well. And they were having tons of other activities. And so we went very, very early. They were still setting everything up and, and they um, weren't doing the candy or any of the main activities yet, which was fine with us because he's really not that big into candy. He doesn't really eat it. Um, the only real sweet that he likes is his chocolate almond milk or chocolate regular milk, depending on the, the, the day. But that's about the only sweet he continuously eats. There's a few things like, um, you know, some French toast or, or things like that that have some sweetness to it. But he's not really big into those. But I knew if we went, he would love it. So I kept preparing him and telling him that we were going to go to church and then we were going to leave church and do the things that he likes to do, ride the tractor, sit on the tractor is what he really does, looking for Goofy and Professor Von Drake. That's what he wants to do. Uh, he's, he watches the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, um, the episode where uh, Donald and Mickey have a farm, and that's uh, Goofy on the tractor. So that's what he wants to do um, now constantly. But we, we space it out here and there. But I told him we would go to church, then go ride the tractor and get his lunch. And then we would eat lunch uh, back at our house. And then we would go back to church. And so we had been preparing for this for several weeks. And I wasn't sure, you know, everybody that that's what I love about the community we have at church, the people that are our family there. They're just so involved in my son's life and making sure that he's happy and he's fulfilled. And that's what's so important. And that's what he understands. And so it's an amazing thing to have that support and that love. So they knew that he was hopefully going to come, but they also understood that we might not. So that day arrived, we got to church, he did great. And then when I went to pick him up, he said that we were coming back to church. And he said it, he said it to me. He told me that we were going to come back to church. And then later he said in his costume, that was huge. Those steps, those words, those moments, that was all huge. That was him thinking through the process. That was him knowing that he was going to come back to church for this reason. And I just, I, 
it's it's still so emotional to me. It still I brings tears to my eyes, brings tears to my my heart. It's just so amazing that he was able to think through it. And then for us to actually get there. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. We went, um, uh, it started at four and we got there, um, somewhere around two 30 or, or closer to three. Um, and he did great cause there wasn't that much traffic yet. And so, uh, I had told him on the way there that he could ride in the little red wagon if he wanted to. And that way, if, um, if that, that's kind of like his, his comfort zone. And so having him in the little red wagon was going to make it a lot easier for me as well. But I wanted to give him the opportunity to either walk or be in the little red wagon. So, when we got there, he said, want to ride in the little red wagon? And I just said, absolutely. Uh, I wanted him to feel comfortable and I wanted him to know that we were going to walk around and we were going to go to the little playground they have there and do some of the activities and, and just, just enjoy the afternoon. I was so proud of him. He did so incredibly well. We walked around for a little bit. We said hi to our friends. We talked to them. And then we went and he played on the playground for quite some time. And then we walked back around and I showed him a couple of the activities they were having. And we talked to the, the firemen that were out there and just, uh, I, again, I was just so amazed and so happy to even get there, to get there and for him to be in that moment. So then um, our friend that uh, works with him, he was going to walk him around. So they walked around a little bit and then they went and played on the playground together. And that again was just that, that special moment for me because he was able to go with someone and just walk around and enjoy his time. And then, you know, we, we had already made the plans that whenever he was ready to go, we would, we would leave. And so, uh, he, he probably was with him 30 minutes or, or so, maybe even an hour. I, I, I didn't keep track of time. And he, then started talking about um, me, and so um, he brought him to me, and we just said our goodbyes to the people that were there as we passed, and got in the car and went home, and I felt so accomplished for him. I felt so much like it was this huge victory that he was able to be able to go to have fun and to put it all together without having to complicate it or to have, you know, it just be too difficult for him. And it was such a blessing to have that moment in time. And I just, it's the things like that that I will cherish forever because they were so, 
so big, so meaningful. So it was, it's been a great, great week of exploration. And even in some of our challenges, we push through and push forward with them. And, uh, you know, his teachers said he's been doing amazing and he's making more of the connections and these conversations that we're having and these things that he's able to come up with on his own. I'm just so incredibly proud of him for, you know, making those huge strides and and going after it and, and learning and growing and He's always had a hard time with saying the right thing. A lot of times he will say the opposite of what he means. And so that's one of the one of the skills that we're trying to kind of um, work with him on and uh, I almost want to say put peer pressure on him because he he tends to want to see how we react when he does something. Uh, so, you know, it's it's one of those things that, like, I want to challenge him to be able to say the right thing because it's important. It, you know, we all will, you know, over-exaggerate something or, or talk about something else, but I need him to understand the difference between just telling us that it's raining when it's sunny and, you know, it's winter, so it's hot. Instead of telling us that it's winter, so it's cold, he will say the opposite of everything. And this then tends to send him into tailspins depending on how we respond to those words, those emotions, those moments in time. And so it's hard to get him to understand that he's the one that's saying incorrectly what the thing is. And it just, it's, it, it boggles my mind sometimes because I'm really not sure how to handle it. And so now I kind of throw it back as a question, like, is it really raining? And see what he says. So he's been doing a lot better about it, but there's still those things that he doesn't necessarily answer correctly. So this week we went to the eye specialist. I, you know, when I think about him with the blue pants, which is still going on, he focuses so much on that and it's a visual look the the visual response when he sees somebody not in blue pants that's when it leads to the meltdowns and so that is one of the things that he also doesn't necessarily respond correctly on because he will talk about somebody in blue pants that's not in blue pants. And then he goes into the fact that they need to leave wherever we are. And it's emotional for me because I want to be able to take him places. And it's if it's in a smaller setting or he knows the person, then it becomes even more of a behavioral thing where he is really upset and has to correct the person 
telling them that they should wear blue pants and if they don't have them on that they have to leave and I keep wanting him to understand that we are the ones that would have to leave that we couldn't be there because they have every right to wear anything they want and I I don't know how to get him to completely understand that So we went to the eye specialist because I feel like if we can kind of train his vision a little bit differently to actually focus on the the world as a whole and not necessarily pinpoint the fact that he needs everyone in blue pants and I've yet to determine if it's a control or if it's a sensory thing or if it's just that that is his favorite color with pants. I, I don't know even how to pinpoint the reaction. And we have his behavioral therapist and all of his other therapists and his teacher and aides and just everybody is the main goal is to help Owen through this, push him through it so that it's easier for him to be able to go places without that being hard on him because I can only imagine what he goes through when he walks in a room and he has the challenge of not seeing everybody in what he needs to have control in his mind. And that's that's how I'm portraying it. But I don't necessarily know if that's what he's thinking. I, I don't know how he's attached himself to those blue pans. And without really knowing, all I can do is try to help him find a new way to focus on the environment as a whole. So the eye specialist, um, she was amazing with him. And she was not in blue pants. She said she meant to wear blue pants, but she didn't realize the day and it snuck up on her and they were in costumes on Halloween. So he was a little preoccupied, but this time it went much better than when we had gone to the other specialist and he could not even, he couldn't control his thoughts at all. He couldn't stop thinking about her not wearing blue pants. And so at least with this time, he felt calmer. We were able to work through uh, those times. He still talked to her constantly about it. He still tried to spit on his hands to wet her pants so that he could see if they were going to turn blue. He tried several other tactics to get through and to kind of control the situation in his mind. But we were able to at least get a lot of the tests done. Uh, He still, uh, like I explained to her, he doesn't necessarily always answer correctly because he likes to have these different responses. So... Even though he took the test and he went through the test, it's hard to know. He probably, I, 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 they haven't scored the test because we go back in another week to have the second, um, second version of the test uh, so that once that's completed, then we can kind of go on the pathway to see how we'll progress and what we can do for him. 
But I explained to her that he doesn't always answer correctly because he likes those responses to be wrong so he can see how we react. And again, that's that's my version of it. I'm not sure why he is saying the wrong thing. But he probably, the way the test was set up, they were trying to find like the same things, matching things. And he had to pick different pictures and, and see what they were like. So it, to me, if he was actually going through and picking the sames, the same things, he could have done that quickly and easily because he's very good at those types of matching. But he was so distracted by the blue pants, lack thereof, and he was so distracted by the right and wrong answers. I think he did pretty well, though, still on it. I think he went through and got a lot of them right. I couldn't see some of the the things that they were working on because of my angle, but it felt like he did really well for all of those obstacles. And this doesn't necessarily um, change what we'll focus on once he goes through the second evaluation, but it gives them a starting point, and then we can kind of go from there. And then as the therapy starts, then we can kind of, again, go back through it and and change it up a little bit to see um, where we're at and what he can then be doing. So I felt like it was a success, even though it went a little bit different than we we'd hoped only because of the blue pants and him not necessarily answering everything correctly but I feel like the doctor got enough of the baseline for what we can start with so I I'm hoping this will shed some more light on the blue pants theory. I don't know, but I can certainly hope. Um, And no stone will be unturned. If this doesn't get us to the next point, we will continue to work with him and help him through those moments so that he can, you know, have, again, those ways to kind of calm himself in moments of challenge and move forward. And hopefully this is just the stepping stone to then the next phase. I feel like he's made so much progress this week, though. I feel like there are just going to be some big strides coming up in the next year. And uh, I just, I'm so thankful and so happy uh, for every bit of these past few days. The journey is always changing. The journey is just about love and compassion and, you know, working through those moments that he doesn't understand, I don't understand. And, you know, I want him to be able to grow and find his comfort zone in all of these types of activities. So I'm so proud of his accomplishments this week. And if you can hold on to anything 
remember the hope for tomorrow. There is so much hope for tomorrow. We just have to hold on for the ride and keep moving forward. You know, autism is as much about how I handle it as it is about Owen having it. And so I have to look at and grow myself. I have to take these challenges and find ways to grow in the moment. So, you know, growing Owen is what I used to always say. And now it's kind of more about growing us, you know, the, the journey isn't always easy to explain, but the love sure is. And I love my boy. So I truly appreciate y'all listening and, you know, I thank you. And if you have any questions, you can reach me at sweetbabyo.com or on Facebook at sweetbabyo. And I'm Lynn Browder and you are going to hear the song Down This Road. You heard the beginning and now you'll hear the end. And it was written for our journey with autism by Marcus Oglesby with the band Creek Don't Rise. So thank you for listening and have a great day. Life ain't always what we thought it would be. Sometimes heavy is the load. I won't give up on you. Don't give up on me. Take my hand down this road Take my hand down this road And understand, I understand You don't understand the way I am when you cry and I don't know why I'll make you smile when you cry where this road will lead nobody knows just come with me and let's see just how far it Take my hand, take my little hand, walk with me, and if you can, understand, I didn't plan for this road I'm on, but here I stand. Life ain't always what we thought it would be Sometimes heavy is the load I won't give up on you Don't give up on me Take my hand down this road Take my hand down this road 
take my hand. 